The message you're about to listen to is brought to you by the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Pastor E.A. Adeboe. Be blessed as you listen.
let's lift our hands to the Most High God all over the world and worship the King of Kings. Worship the Lord of Lords. Worship the Ancient of Days. Let him hear your voice as we praise him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him adoration. For all he has done for you since the beginning of the year. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Let him hear your voice. Oh, we bless you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We bless you, Ancient of Days. We give you all glory. We give you all honor. We give you all adoration. Thank you for January. Thank you for February. Thank you for March. Thank you for April. Thank you for May. Thank you for June. Now, thank you for July. Thank you for bringing us to the second half of this year. Thank you because by your grace, the second half is going to be better than the first. Thank you because I pray to God. Thank you because you reserve the best in the last. And we know our last will be better than our beginning. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Give me to your holy name. Oh, oh you are wonderful, Lord. We bless you. We magnify your holy name. Thank you. Glory be to your holy name, Lord. Be glorified. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you for what you've done for my family. Thank you for what you've done for your church. Thank you, ancient of days. Receive our thanks. Receive all our praises, receive all the glory, receive all the honor, receive all the adoration. Be glorified forever, O oh Lord. Be glorified forever. Be glorified forever. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Take us there. Let's call on him. At the very top, Lord. The very, very top. The place you have reserved for your children. Young and old. Students, teachers, 
workers in every sphere of life, that very place at the top, please take us there. Take us there. Oh Lord, take us there. Remove every obstruction. Turn every obstacle to stepping stone to glory. Take us to the top. And we will give all the glory and honor to you, Lord. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. And then you lift your voice to him and say, Father, I come before you today asking you, please, accelerate my promotion. Let's cry unto the Almighty God. Accelerate my promotion. Almighty God, accelerate my promotion. I know you can do it. You can take me to the top very, very fast. Accelerate my promotion. Promote me spiritually. Draw me closer to yourself. Accelerate my promotion. Promote me, Lord God Almighty, in your own special way. Accelerate my promotion. Draw me very, very close to yourself. Help me, O oh Lord. And I give you all the glory. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Immortal God, invisible God, Immortal God, how great thou art, immortal, immortal God, invisible God, immortal God, how great thou art, immortal, immortal. and Omega, the beginning and the ending, the beginning of all beginnings, and the end of all endings, the bright and morning star, the unchangeable changer, we worship you. Thank you for January, thank you for February, 
Thank you for March. Thank you for April. Thank you for May. Thank you for June. And Lord, thank you for July. Please accept our worship in Jesus' name. Today, we are praying for every one of your children, young and old, students, teachers, ministers of God, workers all over the world. Please, Lord, take us to the top. That place we have reserved for us at the top. Don't let the enemy take it away. Accelerate our promotions, Lord. And your children who have been faithful in the payment of their tithes and the giving of their offerings, this particular month, Lord, surprise them. In a manner they cannot even explain, prosper them. Bless them. Assist them. Send help to them. And Lord God Almighty, in your own miraculous way, beginning from now, turn the tide against the enemies of Nigeria. Anyone causing trouble for your church, particularly in Nigeria, this particular month, Lord, Show them that you are the consuming fire. Amen. Let it be well with all of us. Amen. And let your name be glorified. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Well, let someone shout hallelujah. can wave at one or two people and promise them God will promote you. And then you may be seated. Well, I'm reaching out to you today from Mount Carmel. Um, Or you say, oh, so you are not at the headquarters this morning. Well, wherever God is, is the headquarters. And, uh, and he promised me when he was calling me to the ministry, and I was worried about my future, he made me warm single promise wherever you go I will be with you so right now he's with me at Mount Carmel I'm from Mount Carmel he's sending fire to you wherever you may be in the world Why are you on Mount Carmel this particular Sunday? Well, we need the fire of God to fall. We have reached a stage 
in our history as individuals, as families, as nations, the fire of God must fall. Amen. That's one of the reasons why I'm on Mount Carmel to come and cry to the Almighty God. And I can assure you as the Lord lives, long before this month is over, fire will begin to fall. You will be answering your prayers by fire. And it will prove to your enemies that it is a consuming fire. Today we want to talk about uh, room at the top or meant for the top. Our text will be first Samuel chapter two from verse six to eight. First Samuel two from verse six to eight. The Bible says the Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifted up. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. Nothing happens in this world without God. Nobody dies without God's permission. Nobody. It is appointed unto man once to die. When your time comes, you will go. Until your time comes, nobody can kill you. So don't listen to those who say, hey, don't go to church. The enemy is uh, planning something. Any enemy that comes near your church, we meet God at the gate. Now, there are one or two things I said during the Holy Ghost services that I believe some people might want to misrepresent. I never ask Christians to go and buy guns. You didn't hear that from me. You don't need guns. Samson never bought AK-47. He fought with the jawbone of an ass. So don't go and buy guns. In any case, 
They won't give you permission. <laughs> but you don't need permission to buy the jawbone of a cow. And I've always wondered, how do you demonstrate to children in Sunday school how something won a victory? I believe a very good way of illustrating the thing is to get the jawbone of a cow and uh, show the children this how to use it. <laughs> don't buy guns. We don't want to kill anyone, right? And we just want to make sure that unwanted visitors don't come to our churches. And if the police comes to church and they find the jawbones of cows in the vestry, it's for demonstrating to children I think half reward is enough for the wise. Life is like a mountain. I mean, I'm going to our topic now. Uh, meant for the top. Life is like a mountain. Broad at the bottom. And very narrow at the top. Life is like a pyramid or an inverted cone. You will discover in the scriptures that as the way it is in the Old Testament, if you read Daniel chapter 6 from verse 1 to 3, Daniel 6, 1 to 3, the Bible talked about a king who had a very vast empire. And then he selected a hundred and twenty princes out of the millions of his members to help him oversee the kingdom. And then out of the 120, he selected three presidents. You can see that as we go to the top, the thing is getting narrower. And then out of the three presidents, he wanted to make Daniel number one. In the name that's above every other name, 
in every sphere of your life, you will be number one. If we get into the New Testament, the Bible teaches us that when the Lord Jesus Christ was departing this world, he left behind 500 brethren. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 6. 500 brethren were around at that time. Out of these 500 brethren, the Bible said he appointed 70 ambassadors. Appointed 70. Luke chapter 10, from verse 1 to 17. Luke 10, 1 to 17. Tell them to go and represent him. Ordained, not just appointed, ordained 12 disciples. And then out of these 12 disciples, that well, maybe you can read that in Mark chapter 3 from verse 13 to 15. Mark 3, 13 to 15. Out of these 12 disciples, there were three you could call inner circle. Peter, James, and John. And if you want to know the impact Part of these three, how they become superior as it were to the others. You remember the story on the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew chapter 17. He brought all the twelve to the bottom of the mountain and told nine to wait and took three to the top of the mountain. And then, of course, even out of the three, there was one called John the Beloved. As you go higher, the crowd becomes thinner. When God is looking for someone to take to the highest, May he find you. So there is room at the top. And some people are meant for the very top. Now, all I want to share briefly this morning then is what do I need? To be the one meant for the very top. The first thing you need, of course, is diligence. You must be ready for hard work. Almighty God does not promote lazy people. 
Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. Proverbs 22, verse 29 says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he will stand before kings, he will be in the category of kings, and he will not be in the category of mean men. There are people called the masses. You are coming out of that category today. Genesis 26, from verse 12 to 14. Genesis 26, from verse 12 to 14, who proved this to you? There was a young boy called Isaac. No doubt about it, he was blessed of God. And may I stand in my position as the representative of God to you, my children, May I say this morning, God bless you. He was blessed of God, but he wasn't lazy. And he sold in the land. And in one year, he had a hundredfold returns. He did not sit down and say, oh, okay, I've, I've made it. No, the Bible said he went forward. In other words, he kept on doing what he was doing more vigorously. If this thing is working, I will walk it. He went forward and grew. He didn't just go forward. He went upward. And he didn't stop until he became very great. So great that a whole nation envied him. A whole nation. It doesn't matter where you are now. In the text that I read to you, God can pick a beggar from the dunghill. And keep on promoting him everlastingly until he begins to sit among princes. This boy kept on walking harder and harder and harder until he became the envy of a nation. The day is coming when somebody is going to say to you, my son, my daughter, how are you doing it? <laughs> are you the only one worshiping God? And you say, come and learn. Come and see me walking while you are sleeping. Come and see me fasting when you are feeding fat. Come and see me praying at night. Come and see me busy while you are taking holidays almost every day. The word of God is clear. He said, the diligent hand shall bear rule. The diligent is the one who will bear rule. He said, but the slothful shall be under tribute. 
who are slothful, who are lazy, who won't study, and you want to get first class, if they give you first class for laziness, then your university is useless. Proverbs 12, verse 24. Proverbs 12, verse 24. The diligent hand shall be a rule. The, the slothful will always be under tribute. It is possible for the Almighty God to make you the best, the greatest, in any area of endeavor if you are willing to be diligent. Oh, but I'm a child of God. I worship God day and night. I'm always singing and shouting hallelujah. How come I fail my exam? They do study. Ah, but what about the Holy Spirit? The Bible says the Holy Spirit will remind you of things I have taught you. You will study. When you get to the example, you won't forget. The Holy Spirit will remind you of what you have already studied. And like I told some of my children years ago, when they said they were busy worshiping, doing the examination, they were sitting midnight singing praises. It is good to praise the Lord. And you must study. And by daddy, what about the Holy Spirit? When you fail, the Holy Spirit will comfort you. He <laughs> will say, my, say, my dear boy, my dear girl, when there is life, there is hope. <laughs> Next year, study harder. My professor of mathematics told us way back in 1964, and by that I mean he got his PhD in 1928, and he was always boasting that the head of the Department University of London was my student, the head of the Department in Harvard was my student. He, he was always boasting. He told us, for you to remember something, you have to read it ten times. That's what he said. You want to remember something, you want to retain everything, you have to go over it ten times. He said intelligence is important, but diligence is more important. Tell your neighbor, I hope you are hearing. Mm -hmm. So you need diligence. But then you need the Spirit of God. It's not enough just to be hardworking. You need the Spirit of God to guide you. In Genesis chapter 41, you can read the whole chapter. But you know the story. Genesis chapter 41. A king had two dreams. They troubled him. So they were looking for someone who could interpret the dreams. Finally, somebody mentioned Joseph. And they brought Joseph. 
He interpreted the dream and gave a solution to the problem. The king said, can we find a better man than this in whom the spirit of God is? An idol worshipping king. When he saw a man who had the spirit of God, the living God, he recognized him and promoted him. He said, the only, the only way I can say I'm higher than you so that it won't be as if I promoted you above myself. It's only in the throne. Every other thing I give to you, Joseph. We prayed a prayer earlier on that God will accelerate our promotions. This boy woke up one morning a prisoner. He went to bed, the prime minister. God will accelerate your promotion. <laughs> In Daniel chapter 6 verse 3, Daniel 6 verse 3, that we read earlier on, the reason they wanted to make Daniel number one of all the officers is because an excellent spirit, an excellent spirit, was found in him. When the whole of Israel was marching to the promised land, and God was looking for someone to replace Moses, he got Joshua. When you talk about Joshua, you know about Joshua. He wasn't a lazy fellow. When it comes to war, he will be there leading the battle. When nobody else was around with Moses on the mountain, he was, he was there. Diligent boy. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 34. Deuteronomy chapter 34. The Bible says, Joshua, the son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hand on him. Spirit of wisdom. You want to lead? You have to have the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom. And that's in Deuteronomy 34, verse 9. And then, of course, after diligence, spirit of God, as a child of God, you want to read it up, you have to be pure. You have to be pure because the spirit of God is holy. It's called Holy Spirit. We have God the Father. The angels are always crying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And when we want to talk about God the Father, we simply say, God. We have the Lord Jesus Christ, born without sin, tempted in every way possible, yet without sin. But we don't go about saying, Holy Jesus, Holy Jesus. We just say Jesus. But when you come to the Spirit, ha <laughs> ha. And he said, there are many spirits, so, so you have to make my own clear. 
every time you talk about that spirit of god you attach the word what holy consider joseph genesis chapter 39 you can read the whole chapter genesis 39 one to the end he was brought in as a slave he was a diligent slave so diligent that uh, the master handed over everything to him and then temptation came the wife of the master said come and lie with me what in the one saying wife of master how now it was the wife of the master who offered herself what was the reply of joseph how can i do this evil and sin against my god the bible says that the wife of the master tried to corner him he ran i used to tell my children my girls years ago anybody try to lure you into sin slap him kick him do everything you can to get away i'm supposed to be as harmless as a dog somebody wants to destroy your destiny you're talking of being harmless as a dog he also said you'll be wise as a serpent oh jesus christ is the lamb of god he's also the lion of the tribe of judah he knows when to roar let me hear somebody roar hallelujah when it comes into somebody contaminating you don't be gentle come out as a lion slap kick bite and run <laughs> glory be to god not only my girls have always talked to my boys too you've heard me say that again and again when you see one sister smiling at you in the koi koi way <laughs> run there's some battles you don't wait to fight you're wrong and i told you when one somebody daddy you mean are you saying that you are still running at your age? ah faster than before The closer you get to your finishing line, the more careful you should be. Keep yourself pure. Daniel chapter 1, read it from verse 1 to the end. Daniel 1 from verse 1 to the end, the Bible made it clear. The king said they should be feeding some slaves that they has caught with the king's food, the king's food. Daniel said, I'm not going to defile my body. My body belongs to God. No wonder he got to the top. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. Hebrews 1 verse 9 says, Because you love righteousness and you hate iniquity. 
That's why God, even your God, has anointed you with the all of gladness above your fellows. If you really, really mean it that you want to reach the top, keep yourself pure. So, maybe the summary of it we can find in one fellow that got to the top. His name was David. He was a shepherd boy who became a king. Then he messed up. He did what he shouldn't have done. He was sleeping at a time when kings were supposed to go to war. You know the story? Second Samuel chapter 11. Second Samuel chapter 11. So he woke up in the evening and saw a woman bathing. The elders have a saying, when the devil wants to set his trap, it makes it very easy to fall into. You will never fall. Yeah. Makes you wonder, what is that woman doing, bathing in the open? David fell. I repeat again, the name that's above every other name, you won't fall. Don't be slothful. I told my, some of my children some time ago, 2018, I was going out fishing. The roads were awful. I mean, we have to travel some 10 kilometers, took us an hour. At the time I've been traveling that kind of road for three days. My body said I can't take anymore. So I broke down. And uh, for the first time in my life, I had to spend Christmas Day in bed. After I recovered, my children came to me and some of my children came to me and said, Daddy, you've done your bit. You've been going and fishing now since uh, way back 1977. Go and rest. The rest of us will do whatever remains to be done. I said, thank you. So during Christmas time, when people are going out fishing, I should stay at home, eating turkey. They fall asleep and wake up and see a woman bathing. How many of you will press on till you reach the goal? So shall it be in Jesus' name. So David messed up. And God was angry with him. And he prayed a prayer. That prayer is found in Psalm 51. You can read the old Psalm. As a prayer he prayed. When he saw he was now in serious trouble but just look at verses 11 and 12 there 
verses 11 and 12. He said, God, please restore to me the joy of salvation. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. What do you need to read the talk? Three things. One, if you are not a child of God, repent. You need salvation. You need the blood of Jesus Christ to wash you clean. Two, you need to be baptized by water, by immersion. Three, then the Holy Spirit can come. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. When you have this three and just add diligence to it, you will reach the top. Acts chapter 2, from verse 37 to 38. Acts 2, 37 to 38. Peter preached a sermon. And the people who heard him said, Okay, sir, what should we do? He said, One, repent. Two, be baptized in water for the remission of your sins. Three, then you will receive the Holy Spirit. Get saved. If a backslider, come back to the Lord. Get baptized in water by Ibanshan. And then cry to God for the Holy Spirit. And make up your mind from now on. I know the doctors, wonderful people, say that you need eight hours of sleep a day. They know what they are talking about. They are well trained. But I've explained to them that they should please forgive me. I can't imagine myself sleeping four months a year. Because if I sleep eight hours a day, that's one third of the whole day. One third of a year is how many months? There was a poem I learned in 1957, and I'm going to close with that. 1957, I was in year two in Leisure Grammar School. He said there is a height. There's a certain height. There's some people. They reached and kept. He said, why? Because while their companions were sleeping, they were pressing upward in the night. There is a height that you can reach not only reach it keep it stay there but while your companions are sleeping you must be toiling upward in the night the plan of the almighty God for every child of God is that you will be head and not tail. Yeah. 
He said, you'll be above only. You know the meaning of only there? You will reach the top and you'll stay there. Amen. I used to be a boxer. I don't look like one now. But I used to be amateur, not professional. And if there's anything you learn from boxing, is that it takes a lot of preparation before you become champion. Because the champion is not going to allow you to take his crown easily. But boy, oh boy, the moment you become a champion, then you discover you have just started work. Because everybody now will want to take away your crown. So the champion works harder than the challenger. You're going to reach the top, my children, and you are going to stay there. But you must keep on pressing on. So those of you who are listening to me all over the world and you are not yet a child of God, you need salvation first. As soon as you are saved, you need water baptism. And then you can cry to God for the Holy Spirit. Combine that with diligence, I will soon see you at the top. So if you have not given your life to Jesus, wherever you may be listening to me, I'm going to count from one to four. If you want to give your life to Jesus, you go to the altar and cry to Jesus Christ for salvation. I will pray with you. It will save your soul. And as soon as possible, seek baptism in water and then baptism in the Holy Spirit. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, wherever you are, go to the altar now, even as I begin to count. One. And if you are a backslider, you better run back to the altar too. Three. Okay, thank you. Now, those of you who are already at the altar, and those of you on the way, cry to God, ask Him to be merciful unto you, ask Him to save your soul, ask Him to give you genuine salvation. Those of you who are backsliders, cry unto God and say, Lord, please restore unto me the joy of salvation. Don't take your spirit from me cry to him and the rest of us let's pray for all our new brothers and sisters asking the almighty god to save their souls and to restore to himself every backslider let's cry to god for a minute or two on behalf of our new brothers and sisters intercede for them intercede 
for them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And Father, my God, you can see all your children coming forward to surrender their life to you today. All over the world, Father. As many as have come to you for salvation, please receive them. Save their souls. Let your blood wash away their sins. I pray, Lord God Almighty, that their salvation will be genuine. And that from now on, any time they cry unto you, you answer them by fire. As for backsliders who are coming back home, Father, receive them all. And Lord, I pray that they will never backslide again. Please, my Lord and my Savior, in a moment, your children will be crying unto you, asking that you will take them to the very top. Everything they need to reach the top, Father, give unto them. And even before this time, next month, let the testimonies of your children be, ah, my promotion is being accelerated. So let it be, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, those of you who have given your life to Jesus Christ, if you look to your left, you will see someone who is lifting up a placard. Follow that fellow, because I need some information from you. I need your names, your address, your prayer requests, so that I can be praying for you. And if you are not in any church and you just heard this message, and you've given your life to Jesus, I need your Look names. Look for the, any redeemed Christian church of God near to you. Ask the pastor to tell you what to do next. And they will help you. God bless you. Now, the rest of us, we're going to stand on our feet. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. So first and foremost, let me hear an hallelujah that sounds very And then later on, you'll be guided as to how to go about your Thanksgiving. But for now, lift your voice to the Most High God and say, Father, I want to be praising you at the very top. Take me there quickly. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. I want to be praising you at the very, very top. Take me there quickly, oh Lord, quickly. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to centralparishradio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.